Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall and I'm your host, and this week is the annual fantasy football podcast with comedian Jesse Townsend. We break down some sleeper picks, some people to stay away from, and who Jesse thinks might really help you win uh, your fantasy football league this year. So obviously, if you're not playing fantasy football, probably not the episode for you, but definitely a must-listen for anyone who's even thinking about joining a work league or a, a league with old friends. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at I'm Jesse Townsend, um, and you can see him every Thursday night at Greenwich Village Comedy Club at 9:30. Follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media, and come see uh, me live every week at 7:30 on Mondays at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And with that, enjoy the episode. Jesse, the second annual fantasy football podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm nice. just happy that football's back. It's back, baby. The, the Cowboys are back game. to losing. They're so bad. Oh, so bad. I that love was it. The, that was the worst football game I've seen in years. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Any game where the Cowboys lose, it's a good one. Oh. That's very true. I guess I guess if they won, it could have been worse. I love it. How arrogant is it for them to be like, we're America's team? I'm like, excuse me, all 32 <laughs> teams are in America. <laughs> How presumptuous to just call yourself America's team. Is Jacksonville technically America? (laughs) I feel like they're they're encroaching on their own country at this point. I think a lot of us would like to disown Florida. Yeah. But Uh, they got a couple teams we'd have to get rid of, though. Yeah. Um, So for people watching and people listening, there is a dog. So if he starts barking, that's what that is. Um, There is a dog in the room. You'll be able to see him in the YouTube video if you go check it out on YouTube. But Jesse, let's get going because we don't have too much time. I know. I was late. It's all good. It's the trains. We're blaming the trains. We're blaming the trains. We're blaming your work and we're blaming the trains, which are the two best excuses you could ever have. Best excuses. But let's get straight into it. What is the most important thing in your mind going into this fantasy football season? So there's two things. I mean, number one, just always be prepared. Like, do as many mock drafts as possible before going in. Like, know where players are going to fall. But more than that, because this happens every single year, there's two factors that mock drafts can't teach you. One, it's the hometown heroes. Like, you're from Detroit. If you're playing in a league where you're with a bunch of Lions fans. DeAndre Swift's coming off in the second round. At least. He shouldn't be coming off in the second round. He's probably like a third or fourth round player, and he's a great value there. Second round, I don't think he's that great of a value anymore. Yep. I I tend to agree. Like, I'm from Baltimore. Swift is a good example because you're high on Swift. I'm very high on Swift. DeAndre Swift had a great year last year. Except for that drop pass that, that lost him the, yep, the Bears game. In the first game. game, though, but he had the rookie jitters. <laughs> he had the rookie jitters know, in his first I game. I give him slack, but it's like he's got some work to do to make up for yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, they brought in Deuce Staley, mm-hmm. who was the running back coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. And he had Miles Sanders having more yards per carry than Derrick Henry last year. Yeah, Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards I last know. year. The fact that... Deuce Staley can make any running back efficient. 
And DeAndre Swift is not just any running back. DeAndre Swift is a fucking machine, <laughs> dude. DeAndre there, Swift is a monster. Yeah. And then you got the Lions going in, drafting a future Hall of Fame level type of offensive lineman. Hopefully. Fingers Hopefully. crossed. Everyone's saying it, though. Yeah. And well, then so- just... Just the the whole it's hard not to get hyped for the Lions. I know you're a Lions <laughs> fan, but like Dan Campbell is just that new head coach Every, down there. Everybody He's watches out here. Pat McAfee is in love with Dan Campbell. Yeah, right well now. not even that. If you're just watching Sports Center at this point, you're fucking in love with Dan Campbell. Because they're showing Lions training camp. You're seeing the coach doing the up downs with them. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? That's that's true. You got they a coach very doing the up, up downs. He's doing terrible up downs. They were pretty horrible. He's pretty horrible, but for a coach <laughs> You never see that. I'd like to see Andy Reid do too without having a heart attack. I'd like to see him even get up from being on the ground. <laughs> exactly. Just, he's like a turtle. He's going to need someone to roll like him over. Roll him and yeah. then get the momentum going <laughs> yeah. for him to get onto his feet. He's going to need to be on a hill like he's skiing and then yeah. he can use the leverage. But your point is, and I, I 100% agree with you being from Detroit, I think Hawkinson is going to go too high. And back back in the, but in the old days, that's Stafford the other thing. always went high. Take account for that. And then also realize the opportunity you have there. If DeAndre Swift gets taken that high, that means they picked him over some other running backs that yep. deserve to be taken. Like, if you're in a Detroit league, there's a solid possibility that, like, Hawkinson's coming off the board before Darren Waller or George Kittle. And yep. to be honest, yep. I'd rather have George Kittle and Darren Waller. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a much better value. And. If you're in a Detroit league, TJ Hawkinson most likely will come off the board before those guys. Yeah. Take yeah. advantage. Take advantage of the hometown biases. Yep. Take well, so advantage. Here's, here's the other end of that. When people are down on their hometown players, they will go lower than normal. So like Jared Goff, not not a good quarterback. I'm not saying that he should be anyone's starter. But yeah. people are very low on Jared Goff in Detroit right now. He's a he's a solid backup quarterback i think and i would be yeah. i would kind of be surprised if he was taken to be honest here's the deal uh i never draft a backup quarterback really i okay. always just roster an extra sleeper wide receiver or running back you know because there's always yeah. decent quarterback options and especially yep. with us having like one of the deepest first round quarterback drafts in a long time yeah there are going to be there are going to be quarterbacks available later in the season that are going to be good yep and i don't think you necessarily need to roster a backup quarterback especially if you have a solid starter so where are you at on drafting potentially a rookie quarterback because the people who took justin herbert as a backup last year it paid had really big. good years. Had really paid good years. Big. For instance, I mean, someone like a uh, a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, just yeah. you know, throwing your your 16th pick at one of them on a flyer could pay. Could be huge. Well, here's my thing: is like, I'm not willing to take any of these quarterbacks, just because, as far as I know, the only one that's starting Week One is Trevor Lawrence. Fields too. No, they said Andy Dalton is the starter. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. They said Andy Dalton (laughs) is the starter. They said that for Andy Dalton's ego. We'll we'll play into that as of right now. Oh, I think I think uh, Zach Wilson in the Jets will also be starting. You're right. The first two picks. They're gonna suck. Nobody should take. Yeah, don't draft. (laughs) Don't draft the Jet. They're the Jets. Like Uh, Herbert last year, I think people were. 
people were surprised. But when you look at the team that's around him, he had yeah. Keenan Allen, he had Mike Williams, and he had Austin Eckler. And he when you great, surround him, right, when you surround him with that kind of talent, it makes it a little better. Zach yeah. Wilson, not in that situation. He's Trey not. Lance, though. Trey Lance in, in a that great situation. situation. In that situation. Oh boy. Oh boy, do I love me some Trey Lance. <laughs> I know you do. Oh boy, I've been watching. Oh it, my it's god. Too much. You're, oh you're boy. too hype on Trey I've been, Lance. I've been you watching, might not even play this year. I've been watching these mini camps and I've been like, oh my God. I've been Whoo! If you listen to the first fantasy football podcast, there was a wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. That went into last season as the 64th ranked wide receiver. His name was Brandon Ayuk. And everyone said I was crazy for drafting this man. He was the 64th ranked wide receiver. He finished the season as the 32nd ranked wide receiver. That's, that's that playable. is progress. That's playable. In that a is that is person league. That's that is playable. with Nick Mullins throwing to him. <laughs> Nick Mullins. If you don't know that name, good, you shouldn't. Nick Mullins is a bum. The dude's a he's straight bum. Nobody out of Iowa should know who Nick Mullins is. Exactly. Nick Mullins is a bum. Uh the Not 49ers moved up in the draft. Ten spots. They were like, we're going to take a quarterback. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to take Justin Fields. They're going to take Justin Fields. They don't take Justin Fields. They take Trey Lance. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Because I was so high on Brandon Ayuk. I wanted Justin Fields to Ayuk. I wanted that connection. I wanted it so bad. And then I start watching SportsCenter. Trey Lance fucking putting him on a <laughs> dot every time. Someone, I saw an article. I saw an article that literally said Mahomes 2.0, and I was like, all right, slow oh, your roll. I said, slow your roll. <laughs> I said, slow your roll. But then I watched more of that tape, and I was like, no, 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 that stops here. No, 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 no that does stop here. He's not going to be Mahomes 2.0. There's no other Mahomes. Trey Lance can be great. So is he worth taken a flyer in one of the later rounds of the draft just on the off chance that Jimmy G gets hurt which he does a lot or I really just, don't, Trey Lance takes the job I really don't think it's worth drafting a quarterback who doesn't already have the starting job unless you are in a 2QB league Yeah, then I think it is very much worth it but honestly I think there's going to be so much depth at quarterback this year there's going to be guys like like Teddy Bridgewater starting down in Denver. He's got the weapons there for him. Yeah. And he was fantasy relevant in Carolina. Like you could stream him and play him against a shitty defense and it would work out for you. Yeah. And he's got, in my opinion, even better weapons down there. He's got no fan at tight end. Yep. He's got Sutton down there. He's got he's got some Jerry really Judy. Yep. Jerry Judy. Yeah. He's got some great weapons down there. I think there's so much depth at quarterback this year that I really don't think I don't think it's worth taking one of these quarterbacks, even though, even though you're going to be seeing all this mini camp hype and you're just going to be like, oh, I want him. I want him. <laughs> don't pull the trigger. It's going to be a waste of a pick. You're, don't why, do it. you're watching mini camp hype so that the listeners of this podcast yes. don't have to. Yes. Please don't watch as much mini camp. Do not, as, get, as do not buy does. into number one rule. <laughs> if you are a football fanatic and you've been missing it all year. Mini camp rolls around. You get fucking hyped. You're watching. You can't get enough of it because you've just missed it so much. The worst thing you can do is buy into mini camp hype. I know. 
I saw they purposely put those clips out for a reason. Like, I saw PFF <laughs> put out something about Elijah Moore yeah. being the next Justin Jefferson type rookie wide receiver. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's on the Jets. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's not going to be Justin Jefferson. Yeah. He is a Jet. Yeah. No. Justin Jefferson. Stop buying into the hype. Justin Jefferson had a lot of things going for him in that he had a stable QB. Whether you like Cousins or not, go green. But I'm not a huge fan of And you Cousins had Stephon Diggs but walk you, away no, from that offense. Well, so he had the full staff share just to step in and take over Stephon right. Diggs. Volume. So that was part of it. The other part of it was he, that Thielen was taking the safety from him. So he yes. was he was one on one the entire year. He had a veteran quarterback. He had a lot of play action pass in there. The Jets don't have that. They have a rookie quarterback. They have no other weapons. But you know who does? And this is my sleeper. I'm gonna go sleeper rookie for this year is Terrence Marshall Jr. in Carolina. I like the pick. I think with I my Joe Brady reviewers. calling the plays, with Sam Darnold going down there, and like I, I am high on Sam Darnold. I think the Jets and Adam Gase was terrible. I think he's actually going to be a middle of the road quarterback, kind of where Cousins is. I'm not saying he's going to be the next, you know, Mahomes or anything, but like he had uh, Terrence Marshall has C.J. Moore on the other side of him, who's going to attract his safety. Yeah. DJ Moore, yeah. yeah, who's going to attract the safety, and that's going to leave a lot of one-on-ones for that guy who's been overshadowed by Jamar Chase, but I I think he could have a big year as a rookie. All right, I'm going to piggyback off you since we're going to do this wide receiver rookie sleeper pick off the top here for a lot of the same reasons. I'm going Rashad Bateman, Baltimore. That's solid. You got Sammy yep. Watkins coming in as the veteran number one. He's going to take the safety. Rashad Bateman has looked incredible in many games. Yeah. And I know I just said don't buy into the hype. <laughs> I know I said it. But if you watch his college, Rashad Bateman's the real deal. That's the what fact I that was he fell say. to like the only reason he fell as far as he did in this draft was because there were some real studs at wide receiver this year. Yeah. That's the only reason Rashad Bateman went to a team that was already good. Yep. The fact that he's got Lamar Jackson passing to him. Like the well that you know that could go either way. No, I <laughs> he's, really he's gonna have a few open Lamar ones. Lamar Jackson, missed. Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. If you look at the weapons he's had so far in his career, to make what he has made with as little as he has had, so, so much credit to that man. I so I I agree. I'm not trying to take away from Lamar Jackson. My one counterpoint to Rashad Bateman, and I I thought he was phenomenal in Minnesota. I wanted the Lions to draft him so bad because we needed a wide receiver. I was like, he's a second rounder. That should be good value. My issue with him in Baltimore is that Lamar runs so much that there aren't many other players on his team who could be incredibly relevant for fantasy. He spreads the ball around, and then he also takes most of the yards running. They just don't have yeah. – it's not like a Chiefs-style attack. That's the only thing that worries me about Bateman. Other than that, I think you're 100% right. Like, he could have a 1,000-yard season with 8 to 10 touchdowns if the offense is clicking right, J.K. Dobbins is clicking right, who I think actually could be another really good second-year player. Yeah, I think there's also one other wide receiver rookie that I want to mention. 
Devonta Smith. Yeah. All right. Look, I'm saying this. All right. Okay. Did you see he got hurt today? I, not today, but <laughs> he did get hurt, and he will be back by, like, week one. Mm. He's missing two to three weeks, so he's missing all the preseason. That's tough, though. That is tough. But when you remember that he already has chemistry with that quarterback, yep. he played with him in college, Devonta Smith was a wide receiver that had fantasy value immediately. Him, Jamar Chase, and Jalen Waddell yep. were three wide receivers that were being targeted in this draft. This injury makes him a bit more of a sleeper. He's falling down in value a little bit. It's still not a guy that you're going to go out and get, but like the fact that like a guy who's top tier out of this rookie class is falling into like where you would draft a Terrence Marshall or a Rashad yeah. Bateman, I still think Devonta Smith's value is going to be higher than the two guys we named. Yeah. Like our guys have potential to blow up. Devonta Smith, I think his his floor is a lot higher than Rashad Bateman's floor and Terrence Marshall's floor. Yeah. Like yeah. he's going to be very prevalent in the Philadelphia offense as long as Jalen Hurts is the quarterback and they do not make a boneheaded so decision <laughs> and trade for a uh, Watson. a sexual assault deviant. <laughs> oh, I feel like that would fit in I, Philly. I, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, it pains me every time they're like, they're like, oh, these Deshaun Watson Philadelphia Eagle trade rumors are heating up. I'm like, heating up? What the fuck do you mean? There are 20 <laughs> up, like, women. Yeah, there are 20 <laughs> women accusing him of just terrible acts. And I'm like, Jalen Hurts shows a lot of promise. And also, I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts believes in consent. Like, come on. Yeah. That's a quarterback I like. I like, uh, yes. Yes, that is a good point. And what you're saying does get into my one worry about Devonta Smith because I do think he is going to be a really good wide receiver. But my golden rule for fantasy, and in, in kind of along the lines of what you were saying, draft players on good teams because even even if the player isn't the number one receiver, like if we're talking about the Chiefs, they're just going to get so many yards. They're going to get so many points. They're just going to have more opportunity to score. Yeah. And right now, I just with everything going on with the Eagles, I don't know if they're going to score enough points that any of their guys can be seen as well, legitimate this is, number this one. This is something else I wanted to say. I want to say, as an Eagles fan, do not draft Miles Sanders. <laughs> That hurts me to my heart. Oh, what about as a flex? I am a Penn State fan. I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And I am telling you, do not, if you want to win your fantasy football league, <laughs> draft Miles Sanders. What round? Like, what's what's the no. cap there? You're just no. saying no. no. No, he's got bad juju. No, no, no. Wow. You're not drafting him. He just lost a running back coach. That literally uh, is a magic worker. Yeah. The man, Deuce Staley is, look look at his resume. Every running back he's coached has been better than they could have been anywhere else. And it's a proven fact. They go anywhere else or they play for a different coach. And they're just not quite as good. Um, it's, it's that. And then you also factor in the Eagles, as much as I hate to say it, 
will not be a competitive football team this year. We will not be winning. Hey, we will not be running join the, the clock club, out. Jesse. High five. We are both. <laughs> There's going to be so many garbage time points for our teams. There will be no running the clock out for the Philadelphia Eagles. There will be a lot of passing in Philly. There will be a lot of playing catch up. Yep. There will not be too many handoffs unless they are coming in the first quarter. Yep. So I am telling you, as I look straight into the camera, <laughs> stay away from Miles Sanders. So on that note, of teams that are going to be playing a lot of catch up, but who I actually think might be worth grabbing in fantasy, I really like the Bengals' offensive players. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and not as much Sammy Watkins. I think he could be a flex. Sammy Watkins. Sorry. He's in Baltimore. Yeah. Who did who did the uh, Bengals just get? Their other receiver. He's like a veteran. Hey, Jamar Chase. Uh, they signed a veteran? Yeah. I just know the uh, you got Jamar Chase and you got uh, – oh, what's his name from last year that actually looked pretty good? The young kid. T. Tyler Higgins. Boyd. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, T. Higgins. Another Clemson Tiger. Woo, T. I almost Higgins. lost my credibility there. you got there. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yes. No veterans. All young guys. Right. All young guys. So this Cincinnati team reminds me almost identically of the Lions in one of Stafford's early years where yeah. it was all passing. Those years where he was getting 4,500 yeah. yards, Calvin Johnson was going nuts. Not saying any of these wide receivers are Calvin Johnson level, but it was all running. It was all wide receiver, all quarterback. Joe Mixon's better than any running back that Matthew Stafford has, but I think there's going to be a lot of games in Cincinnati that end 42 to 35, and Cincinnati's going to lose, and they're going to be behind for all of them, but I just think there's going to be so much offense going on. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. Please. <laughs> the Bengals, as much as I love that wide receiver core, I think T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase have so much potential. And I think Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. And as much as that's all good, nothing can happen with that offensive line. They're that is bad. the most <laughs> horrific <laughs> offensive line ever assembled. Oh. That offensive line let Joe Burrow die last year. Like three and times. And in the first round of this <laughs> draft, they were like, ooh, should we take the future Hall of yeah. Fame level oh. offensive lineman? I'm glad they did. Or another wide receiver. And they were like, let's give him another wide receiver. <laughs> and it's like, dude, no. But that's exactly just, what the it's Lions It's not going to be good. My, my point is that's exactly what the Lions had when Stafford was literally dying on the field and throwing for 5,000 yards. Yeah, but All I think, wide receiver, no offensive line. I think Stafford's better than Joe Burrow is. Yeah, I, that is kind of where I'm I'm I, starting to lean. Uh, rumors out of camp is that Joe Burrow does not look very good. Um, yeah, but again, well, it's camp here's rumors. The other thing. It's camp rumors. So. Here's the other thing. How often have you seen a rookie quarterback go down in their first year and shake it off? Rarely do yeah. they not get scared. You got to have a pretty short memory. And these young quarterbacks don't have short memories. RG3. <laughs> soft pussy bitches. RG3 okay, looked phenomenal. RG3 Injury. is made of Done. glass. His body is made of glass. All right, Cam Newton, built like a linebacker. When he fucking got his shit rocked, he got scared. He won MVP like two years later. 
No, he won MVP. Then fucking then the Super Bowl happened. He got. I, I think he. I think he just he got hesitant. Old. I think yeah. that's a different. I don't know. I I'm just saying. I'm saying young quarterbacks uh, when they get their. But shit, I do agree with your your. When point. they get their shit rocked, it's it's hard to come back from that because they start playing scared. <clears throat> yeah. Joe Burrow's a bitch. Yep. Nope. Well, he's gonna play like <laughs> he's gonna play like a little bitch. I I am interested to see how he <laughs> plays. Um, which sucks because he had so much potential um but you could just youtube joe burrow hit and there's like nine different times yeah there's like a compilation (laughs) um like if you like you could literally find it on pornhub just joe burrow getting railed a compilation yeah (laughs) and he's 100 percent like not a single down vote on that so what um let me let me just ask it this way what what else you got for me what other topics you got Okay, so I talked about the hometown heroes. That's great for, like, new listeners or, like, new players. Older players, you guys are going to understand that. You guys already know that. Old players, if you are returning to your league, something to watch for, something to account for. If there was a player that helped whoever won the championship last year, if there was a player that helped that team get there, that player will get overdrafted this year. It is a fantasy boner. You get a hard-on for a certain player. That's true. And you can't get over it. Yep. Like the guys that got lucky with Justin Herbert last year. Yep, yep. Justin Herbert's flying off like the third round. Yeah. He's going up there with like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson for some people, which is ridiculous. Yep. Or they're going to they're gonna keep them. Like, I'm in a keeper league, and that was part of what yes. my downfall was last year. I took George Kittle with my essentially second-round pick. And he was hurt the whole year. I'm not saying he wasn't worth yeah. the second-rounder. But, like, I had the fantasy boner for George Kittle because he was so good the year before. I was like, Very this man good. is a god. There's no way he's going to be worse. Yeah. So always keep that in mind. Like, uh, just take advantage of it. If Herbert's getting taken over some of these, like, if Herbert's getting taken over Kyler Murray or Josh Allen, jump on it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jump on any scrambling quarterback because right. most leagues, it's six points for a rushing touchdown, four for a passing. And you need just the, the running quarterbacks are always the game changers. Like, it's just. It's so much better. I don't know if I can handle the stress of having Kyler Murray because every time he leaves the pocket, I think he's literally going to die. Like, he's <laughs> so fucking small. He looks like my 12-year-old brother running around out there. While we are talking about Arizona. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. That's going to be interesting. I am avoiding at all costs. This man is going in the first... Or early second, I will not take him. He has fought with his teammates on Twitter over the vaccine. (laughs) There were rumors swirling that he would retire over the vaccine. Yep. I'm not on board with this guy. I think there's a locker room shift, and you you need chemistry, especially when it's quarterback to wide receiver. Yep. Now, however... There is a very big sleeper in Arizona. A very big, a veteran, a a pro bowler that has fallen off 
that might make a resurgence this year. A man who was left to die in a terrible franchise with nothing but trash quarterbacks. And in his later years, going down to Phoenix like old people do. Like Carson Palmer. Exactly. (laughs) A.J. Green. Yep. Boy, when I tell you I am ecstatic for A.J. Green. Yeah. I think he's still got some gas in the tank. I think you give him Kyler Murray passing to him. I think you give it DeAndre Hopkins the double coverages. You got A.J. Green wide open. I think A.J. Green is a dangerous man this year. Mm. I think A.J. Green is a great sleeper pick. And I think A.J. Green is vaccinated and probably not going to miss games. <laughs> you know, he's not out here fighting with his teammates on Twitter. I think AJ green is a damn good Cardinal. If yeah. you want to draft a Cardinal. Yeah. I actually, speaking of vaccinations, I was wondering, is there a list somewhere that I could see all the players who are vaccinated so I could draft the ones that are vaccinated? Because I, th- I think it's going to happen this year. There's going to be a player. There's, there's going to be yeah. an outbreak. And they're going to miss a fucking game. And then they're all of a sudden, miss it. right, if your first round pick is out for a week or now, two or four, now, like, you're dead. A lot of players, a lot of players are not saying they're not vaccinated. Right. But it's pretty easy to tell. Carson Wentz, when he was asked, hey, are you vaccinated? He goes, that's a personal matter. That's a big old no. 100% That's not a big vaccinated. old fucking no. But it doesn't matter because he I've is also made of glass. I've seen you holding your fucking deers on your fucking Instagram. <laughs> I know who you voted for in November, all right? Uh-huh. That's a big old no. That's a big old no. You're not vaccinated. But guess what? Your foot's broke. You're not playing anyways. Yep. And there's a quarterback that the coach drafted that apparently says he can toss the ball 100 yards. Did you see this shit? No. I know I'm saying don't buy into minicamp hype, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. When a guy says he could toss the ball 100 yards, I'm like, all right, I got to see this shit. Jacob Eason, I'm pretty sure he played at Georgia. and he That's was not even like, the guy, I don't think. I oh. think this is like their third stringer. Wow. He was like a six-round pick or some shit, and he's like, yeah, he could toss it 100 yards. All right, so he like, can't read the a defense, fuck? but he could throw it 100 yards. I want to see it. They got cameras at these uh, mini games. I want to see him chuck that thing 100 that yards. Would, that would be That would be cool. fucking amazing. I, I agree with your A.J. Green assessment. I think he is going to end up being a really good wide receiver, too. I don't necessarily think he's going to be wide receiver one just because of how many weapons are in that offense. But he might be yep. the top wide receiver, too. We're talking top 15 type of guy, which is incredibly valuable, yeah. especially if you can get him in the sixth or seventh round. Yeah. I do want to quickly jump back on the board with the team that we tried to disown from America, Jacksonville. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do want to jump on board with this real quick because there is a lot to unpack in Jacksonville. Well, there is a lot. We got to unpack. five minutes. We got five. We got five minutes. So I know you got other stuff you want to hit. We can unpack as much Jacksonville as you want, but I just wanted to give you the heads up there. Okay, five minute warning. We'll fucking speed roll. <laughs> we got shows shit. to get to. We do. We do. <laughs> five minute warning. All right, Jacksonville. We got a lot to unpack here. You got Trevor Lawrence taking over. Yep. He is the quarterback. Urban Meyer having him do uh, Oklahoma drills. Yeah. So, when you had James Robinson, a top five fantasy football running back last year, and then Jacksonville took a first-round running back, don't touch either one of those guys, Travis Etienne or James Robinson. They're both going to have too much value 
and neither one of them is going to produce as much as they're worth in fantasy. They're both getting drafted way too high. You see a first-round running back out of the rookie draft class. You want to take him. That's not the guy. If you want a rookie running back as a wild card, take Najee Harris. Way safer pick. And here's my hot take. Najee Harris, I think he's ranked right now the 18th ranked running back. He will be a top 10 running back this year. Mm, he will on on mighty everything I have. He is <laughs> a we place a bet on which it is right not in much, this yes. podcast. I will bet something on this. What, right. what do you want to bet on this? I'm market? thinking if the third annual, the third <laughs> annual fantasy football episode, if he's top 10, if he's not top 10, I will eat a Carolina Reaper pepper on this podcast. Oh, I was thinking money because I don't want to eat a pepper if I'm wrong. <laughs> but the I, listeners I put, do it for the fans. I will put 20 bucks on it for sure. All right. If he's top 10, you give me $20. Yep. If he isn't top 10, I'll eat a pepper on your podcast. Okay. All right. Deal. Good with that. Okay. So go <laughs> Najee Harris. He's going to be a monster this year. Yep. Um, there's a... If you want to draft someone in Jacksonville, LaVisca Chenault Jr., yep. the guy, yep. the fucking guy. I'm hammering that all the way home. He was a monster last year. Yeah, he uh, he's really going to be good. even better with Trevor Lawrence thrown to him. Um, late round draft, though. Late you round never, draft. With yeah, a he's rookie a quarterback and, uh, and yeah, a first and a new year coach. head coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. you never want to draft You don't want to take him too high, high but LaVisca Chenault Jr. Team, is that yes, guy. I agree. And... I wanted to come in so badly, and I wanted to talk so highly about Cam Akers. But rest in peace to the homie. Uh, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's never dead for coming the year. back. Achilles is that tough to come said, back from in general. Being said, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson could be great. He's going to be just as good. The volume is there. Stafford's passing to him. When you have a decent running back, the fact that Matthew Stafford made Theo Riddick fantasy relevant in PPR leagues yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Daryl Henderson, when Cam Akers wasn't playing, Daryl Henderson was the guy, and he looked fucking good. Yep. The fact that he is a good running back and Stafford is the guy under center means Daryl Henderson is going to be a stud. And right now, I think he's like the RB27. Like, he is ranked yeah. very fucking low. Yep. Like, it's... Daryl Henderson should be on... He will be on majority of the championship winning teams this year. Daryl Henderson is such a good value. He's going so late in drafts, and he's going to get the volume, and he's... he's his, he's just pure like athleticism, and his whole package is not that much worse than Cam Akers. Yeah, the fact that Cam Akers was like the RB twelve or some shit, and then you drop down to like twenty seven. That is just a because of the ridiculous. injury. It's yeah. it's it's the same volume, and it's not that different of an RB package. Like it's yep. a similar type of player, and like Daryl Henderson. If you take anything from like this whole podcast. It's don't draft Miles Sanders. Yep. It's draft Najee Harris and Daryl Henderson. Yep. And, and uh, AJ Green. And yeah, and fuck DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> fuck 
DeAndre Hopkins. That's a good place to wrap. Jesse, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Jesse Townsend. That's I M and then Jesse Townsend. You can catch me every Thursday night at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Or in the first week of September, I'll be back in Baltimore, Maryland, doing the Baltimore Comedy Festival opening for Jordan Rock. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. Check me out and Jesse a lot of times every Monday, 7.30 at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Jesse, I look forward to you eating a hot pepper. I will not be eating it. We're doing it, it again Najee next Harris. year. Top 10. <laughs>